From Bregman MD, where we're all about psych solutions, I'm your host, Linda Corley, and this is The Breakdown with Dr. B. The big question is, are we out of the cave yet? You know, Dr. B, when you came up with the whole definition of cave syndrome and it just exploded and you found out like 48% of the population had it last year, you know, I was really hoping that when we finally got around a year later on a podcast that we wouldn't be talking about this anymore, but we are because we're still seeing some people with cave syndrome. So before we get into why and how and all of that, for those who've been under a rock or in a cave that don't know what cave syndrome is, can you define it for us? You know, COVID's in the beginning stages of the end, okay? People are emerging from social isolation and they're slowly starting to kind of get back into their routines, you know, Uh, but some people aren't there yet. Okay, and people who are suffering from the cave syndrome, they have trouble re-entering like the public life. In fact, it's difficult for some of them to even leave the house. Yeah, I was reading a report that 30 percent of U.S. adults think that it's going to take them more than a year from now to return a normal life. You know, and what does that look like? It's different for every person. Like my neighbor, we won't mention her name, but like she is not leaving her house yet. She's fully vaccinated. She may be there and not seeing grandchildren, nobody. She's in her house. And yet, and then there's people that are leaving their house and they're in the car by themselves and they've got the the mask on. That is another degree of cave syndrome, right? Okay, so, you know, Linda, what cave syndrome psychiatrically, it's really an agoraphobia-based disorder related to OCD and PTSD, stress disorder. So what does this mean? The difference here is that between regular agoraphobia and cave syndrome, as agoraphobia has a lot of different triggers, okay, things cause it, you know, being outside. But the cave syndrome, the sufferers are involved in the pandemic fear of this uncertainty of the virus and uncertainties. And they have compulsive behaviors that are reaction to that. Okay. So what does that mean? The compulsive behavior is isolation. Stay locked in your home away from any risk. And, you know, some of these people are compromised, so they're they're trying to survive. So I, I understand it. But, you know, it's interesting. I think the population, the small lessening population that is suffering from cave syndrome now um, is like it's getting less and less, but it's hidden. It's really hidden because I travel, I get on a plane, it's packed. In fact, I want to bring in our director. He's recording this in Las Vegas, and I want him to tell us what he's seeing out in Las Vegas in terms of are people out there? Are the casinos crowded? What are you seeing, Joel? Yeah, I was quite surprised that I'm glad people are getting out and about again. You know, we want to start getting out of our caves, but the 
airports are jam-packed. The planes are jam-packed. Las Vegas is unbelievably jam-packed. Every restaurant uh, shows that we've been to. And what I'm seeing is a little concerning is that a lot of people are not wearing masks and we're sitting next to each other in restaurants. We're sitting next to each other in the shows. And even though the governor has an indoor mask mandate here in Nevada, a lot of people, and I noticed most of them are the younger people, aren't wearing masks. Now, I and my wife are fully vaccinated. We've actually even got our third booster shot, but I'm still being cautious. I still don't want to get any type of the virus, neither one of us. And I'm wearing my masks indoors, especially when around people. So, yeah, a little concerned that people are, are being a little too lax. And uh, I've also read that, you know, a lot of scientists and experts are expecting because of this, because it's getting to be wintertime and people are going indoors and they're going to start gathering for holidays, mm-hmm. you know, coming up around the corner, that there's going to be another wave. So a little surprised to see people not wearing masks. You know, what Joel points to is about diseases, people have their instincts to trust. And listen to Joel, you know, he's smart guy, he's well Yeah, he's a survivor. He's a survivor, and he has this instinct, uh, okay, about the trust, okay? And, you know, what happened is before all the scientific stuff and the CDC and all the TV and everything, what used to happen for thousands of years is people, it goes on until it didn't. That's how people thought about it. In other words, like... In Joel's mind, it's like, okay, it's over, but it's not over. It's not over in his mind. So it's not over until it isn't, okay? Right. So- and that's like, like you know, a survivor instinct. I'm the opposite. I've got FOMO, you know, the fear of missing out. I would yes. be so dead during the bubonic plague. You know, I'd be out there. I'm not going to miss this, you know, going to the Shakespeare Theater, all of that. So I I guess I don't have that survivor instinct. Uh, Okay. well, you know, look, you know, these days, you know, we do understand diseases, you know, um, and we try to understand we have, in fact, you know, real good vaccines and they're getting around worldwide. And, but it's the isolation reaction that we're talking about. And it's getting in the way to functional life. That's when cave syndromes develop. Now, yeah, look, when it's dysfunctional. Least, because Joel at least went there. He was functional. Linda, you know, in thinking about what Joel's talking about, you know, I really have a lot of respect for him. You know, he got out there and he's, using precautions, but he's still doing it and getting out there. So I think I like what Joel's doing. Yeah, I tell you, he's a survivor. Yeah, yeah. And and I think if more people did what, what, what Joel's doing, we all should still be concerned and, and deal with it. And I like what he's doing. And uh, honestly, if I was in Las Vegas, I would be just doing what he's doing. So let me ask you, for those um, that that have it severely and may never come out of the house. And let's just say your mom has that and you're really concerned and the holidays are coming up and she doesn't want to go to your house for Christmas and it's becoming dysfunctional. My big question is for people like that, what do you do? 
I think a lot of people over the holidays are going to have to deal with this. Okay. You know, what happens is the idea of the cave syndrome, you know, which is this concern that people have, they're going to get infected and they're going to die. Uh, uh, and it's built into the genes, you know, through, you know, thousands of years. Some people have it worse than others. It really is adaptive. If you have a belief system, you know, you're not going to just come up with something and people are going to change their mind. Okay. So they have to feel kind of secure and safe about it. You know, what has happened, I see, is there's some accommodation. You know, some people will accommodate to the older person. Oh, we got tested or whatever will come over and then develop an alliance you know, with them, talk to them, be with them again, and then help them along through a kind of graded exposure you know, to things. Is this the MAB uh, technique that you come up with? You know, look, a lot of the treatment for these simple uh, or, or less complicated cave syndrome is just what we do for anxiety disorders. Okay. So I came up with this MAV system that it helps people just like this. And it's real simple. Okay. M uh, is mindfulness. It's just awareness. Focus on yourself. Be mindful of your experience and the thoughts and moods in your mind. Okay. So, okay. So that's a self-care thing. Then that's M. A is attitude. Develop good purpose and goals. Develop positive goals. In other words, I'm going to go out and you go with a companion. Then V is vision. You have to make a vision that you are going to succeed. Okay, set some goal and you're going to actualize those goals you set for yourself. So my MAV approach, simple, and it works. This is what we use with people who have anxiety disorders. Yes, because I want everyone to come out of that cave, really. I can't wait till life resumes back to the way it was pre-pandemic. Okay, you know, Linda, my prediction is that this will end and uh, people will forget it because what happens with homo sapiens humans is it's built into our a mental apparatus to forget. So that way people could move on. So uh, we will see us moving on. It's like the hurricane. It's, it's, it's bad. And mm -hmm. then we got to just get through it. And then it's over. So just get it over. But this will be over. All right. Well, I can't wait to talk to you next week. And Joel, you have fun in Las Vegas. Thank you. We will. <laughs> he sounds a little nervous, but I think uh, he's okay, Linda. I think he's okay. All right. Take care, guys. I'll and take talk care. Talk to you later. Okay. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. From Bregman, MD, you've been listening to the latest episode of The Breakdown with Dr. B. If you'd like more information or to speak to one of our top psychiatrists, just head to our website at BregmanMD.com to book a telepsychiatry visit from the comfort of your home. Hope you've enjoyed our latest podcast. Catch you next time.